Good day, brothers and sisters. I hope you're doing fantastic today. Always remember, God is great. He's given you everything that you are experiencing because he gave you life and all the things that there is and therein. And you are realizing it is spectacular. But there is some psychopathic syphilis of the brain, like sick psychopath people, sociopath psychopaths. And it's inbred into them through their genetics. And then it's also taught to them through some of these radical schools like Yale and Harvard. And I'm saying radical because they want you to do things that are terrible, but they want you to learn how to control everybody and to tell the lies and all this criminality. The reason those organizations are protected is because it's just a funnel of the new talent to come in and do the next scam, lie, steal, and cheat. We've been reporting on that forever and a day, and we've got some new ones today that we've been exposing, and it's just been unbelievable, to be quite frank. There is a group that, you know, we follow a lot of independent reporters. We don't follow the mockingbird media television radio magazines nonsense because that's all cover story lies that's what hollywood has been showing us for all this time and we just want seconds of it we keep eating it up because of all of the drugs that you take talking about the legal drugs the pharmaceutical drugs the caffeine the nicotine the alcohol all that you consume yes i consume cannabis i consume hemp yes i do it but I am a lot more rational and logical because I'm stable and it's a natural 100% product and I know how it's grown and know how it's ma- and it's not processed at all. I know it all because I'm a part of it and got my hands on all of it. You drink that spirit though. You snort that cocaine. You take that molly. You take those mushrooms because all these people are saying they're so great. Well, I'm going to tell you right now that if you come out to Portland, Oregon, or if you go down to L.A., or if you go over to New York, or if you go up to Chicago, you'll see exactly what drugs are doing to people. But keep in mind, that's what all the brothers and sisters around the world do to each other. They got a hookup. In reality, they got a habit. And then they want to offset their habit by selling it to others. So they can fund their own habit. And then they're all drug addicts. And look at what's happened. All of these weak drug drug addicts, all of these like arrested development mentalities of people because they cannot mature with their minds. They cannot get outside of wanting to talk about people. Successful, mature individuals do not talk about people. They talk about things and ideas. But these young, mentally handicapped adults that are 60 years old that are still walking around like the little hippies and stuff like that, those arrested development that are caught up and they cannot mature because they want to be like kids. That's who gives you the drugs. But, oh, you remember Mr. McKinney back in the day, Terrence McKinney, That guy was just like that, and he was an element of the CIA that was going around and giving LSD to everybody. But nobody thought about it then. I've been telling you about all these people are, but you can't seem to understand it because it's very complex. 
and you can't understand it because you are induced by drugs. All that caffeine and sugar that they tell you Starbucks is so good and McDonald's is so good. And you go in there and just eat it every single day. You make it part of your habit. You are a slave to those things if you can't get away from them. You are a slave to television if you can't get away from it. You are a slave to trying to emulate somebody else if you get stuck up somebody else all day and can't have your own thought. And if you are a piece of trash, even after you do all of that, then that's you. That's not anybody else. That's you. And I know a couple of people that I know right now that fit that category because there ain't anybody doing anything to them, but they want to make excuses. They want to make reasons why they can't do good. And when you call them, when I called them out on it, they become ghosts all of a sudden. Oh, but you, you're supposed to be the brother. You're supposed to be my brother. Yeah. Y'all are some fake ass people, man. But I'm the realest as it gets out here doing what I say, saying what I do. And I'm telling you right now that this one independent reporter, Amazing Polly, has always got the excellent coverage. Even if it ain't 100% true, it's going to make you look or 100% accurate. She's reporting on what she thinks is true. But if it's not completely accurate, at least she gives you a perspective to look outside of what that tunnel vision, that all that psychological operation with the Mockingbird media is making you look at. You keep looking at it and can't stop. Well, let me give turn it over to Amazing Polly because right now she's going to drop the knowledge on you and tell you and show you. Well, you're not going to be able to see it, but if you go to our video channel, you can watch it because we're reposting it. But you can see all of how this is all interconnected from the vaccine companies to the government officials to the payoffs to those individuals that are happening. And it's all funneling through the World Economic Forum and the United Nations and the World Health Organization. That's all of the criminal cabal is sets in those groups. And then the tentacles goes off into businesses, university, non-government organizations, nonprofits, and specifically the individuals. None of the stuff can exist without the individuals, but they went ahead and built a way in order to get corporations that could be controlled and and really operated by artificial intelligence to destroy all of us because they went out and made companies human beings. You remember that? Back in the 90s, they started talking about how corporations are people. They have the right to have a vote and a say. Well, they've got that done now. And now with all of this social credit scoring that's being done and all of the automatic bill pay and none of the paperless statements because they're charging you for it. We're going to do another podcast here soon about the ones that expose and what's going on with that. But let's get back into the focus point right here. Let me quit ranting and rattling your little brains and souls and whatnot because I'm trying to speak like this with emphasis and passion so you understand that this is real. This is me talking to you as I'm sitting right next to you and I'm in your ears. And you need to let other people hear this because they are caught up in a mind control operation that is mass mind control, trauma-based mind control by looking at the fake news that's constantly hitting you with a good story, then a bad story, then a good story, then a bad story. I just drop it out like it is. Again, as real as it gets. Okay, so here we go with Amazing Polly. Now listen to this. 
And mind you that these are all Chinese spies that are a part of these different scientific groups. Remember they used to, used to tell you that all the science, good, great scientists were from China and they'd bring them in. Well, this is why they were doing that. There wasn't a reason to try to help America. So listen to what she is exposed there in Canada. But this is relevant for every single government around the world, whether it's your city council, your city government, your state council, your legislators, mayors. It doesn't matter. Committees, it doesn't matter. This is all on how the scams are being pulled. Now listen closely to the details. Here we go. The info, sorry, says Bonnie Henry, the BC chief medical officer, to John Kim, who's in charge of public health in the northern region. There was a second one later that day in FH. I think FH is Fraser Health. And Bonnie Henry, in that email, is claiming she doesn't remember how she got the message, email, phone, I don't know. She doesn't remember who sent her the message about two people having adverse reactions on December 24th or earlier. And they only rolled out that vaccine on sometime after December 9th, the date of that press conference they held. And I doubt they started the very next day. So, they're already having vaccine adverse events reported as of December 24th. Next email. This one is entitled, Heads Up, CSC Death. I wanted to give you a heads up regarding a death at Correctional Services of Canada, CSC. Inmate who received a Moderna vaccine on, and they re redacted, who subsequently died on, redacted. It says... At this point in time, Correctional Services of Canada does not consider the death to be linked to the vaccine. However, CSE protocol is that a coroner is, coroner is notified of all inmate deaths and determines what further investigation will take place. CSC colleagues wanted to ensure that you were aware and that there be coordination on communications products, given that this had a temporal association with the vaccine communications products. I mean, these people talk in a whole nother language. They've decided it wasn't the vaccine, but they haven't even called the coroner yet. But no worries. They're going to coordinate their message with the coroner. Here's the follow-up email from Bonnie Henry to Barbara Raymond. And she says, don't worry, we've been working nationally on how to report deaths temporally associated with the vaccination. I've also copied our chief coroner so we are all aware and can coordinate on messages. Perfect, that's all you need, right? Coordinate, make sure you're all saying the same thing. That is priority number one for these people. And how does Barbara Raymond respond to Bonnie about this inmate death? Thanks, Bonnie, happy Sunday, stay warm. Protect the products over people. Just another day at the office. Yeah, we're rolling out this experimental gene therapy on captive people. One of them dies. Well, we'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Happy Sunday. Stay warm, Bonnie. Ugh, make me angry. The next email, January 21st, 2021, is about the briefing reports on how many AEFIs they've had. This and many emails in this document release are from a woman called Monica Naus. Monica Naus works at the BC CDC, which 
foundation that is funded by a whole bunch of pharmacy companies. I'll show that in a little bit. But in addition to working for the BC CDC, she also works for an, an organization funded by the federal government of Canada called the National Advisory Committee on Immunization. It's abbreviated NACI. I think it's pronounced Nazi. Nazi. Anyway, she works there. So she's in a lot of these emails, and she honestly seems to be the one that's controlling a lot of this, if you ask me. So she's in charge of these AEFI reports, and she hands them to the chief medical officer on a weekly basis, I think. And here's what she says. As requested, for your media briefing, the full report based on reporting today is enclosed. In summary, we have had a total of 56 reports of adverse events, and then brackets, one or more events per report for a rate of 46.7 reports per 100,000 doses distributed. I have a problem with this. First of all, it's very tricky. How many events are in each report? Why doesn't she give a number of that? And then by her calculations, the rate is 46.7%, but when you look at the spreadsheet from their own government website on how many vaccinations had been administered in British Columbia by that date, see this is see this is January 20th, 2021. And this email was sent January 21st, 2021. When you take that number, it's not even 100,000 doses yet that have been given out. So even just using her numbers, even if we just use this 56 reports and we do the math there, it should be a rate of 57.07 reports per 100,000 doses. I'm not sure where she gets the 46.7. That is another way I believe they lie, the way they defend the products over the people. They fudge statistics. Which number did she get wrong there, and how many actual events were in those reports? Because, see, we don't know. When she says we've had 56 reports, could these might be like a collection from a certain hospital or certain public health unit, couldn't they? So there might be, well, like she says, there's one or more in each report. I don't know. But if they were clear and transparent and interested in protecting people, they would tell us the real numbers. And further down in that email, this here's where she first mentions the Brighton collaboration. You, she says, we've had blank cases of cellulitis reported, but none meet the Brighton definition as none were microbiologically confirmed. Brighton collaboration is like this world-renowned vaccine assessor organization that's been on the scene since 1999. But few people realize that in 2019, just before the pandemic, it dissolved. And basically it sold its name to the World Health Organization and the World Bank and the Rockefeller Foundation. They took it under the wing of the Task Force for Global Health. And then a couple of months after that, an organization called CEPI, C-E-P-I, 
start took it over sort of staffed it and funded it that's what they did they staffed it and funded it and CEPI CEPI is a consortium of six of the world's largest pharmaceutical manufacturers look Pfizer Takeda Sanofi J&J Merck and GlaxoSmithKline CEPI is a child of the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation the Wellcome Trust and the World Economic Forum in partnership with the governments of India Japan Germany and Norway and that is who is determining whether the adverse events after vaccination can be counted or not they're the ones the middlemen and these people who work for Canadians like Monica Nouse like Bonnie Henry like everybody I've shown you so far in the emails and thousands and thousands more, they are deferring to that organization to report the adverse events to. And then Brighton sits back and says, oh, no, we don't uh, count that one. No, you can't count that one either. Oh, no, sorry, we've assessed it and it fails. It's not a vaccine adverse reaction. Well, can you see the blatant and obvious conflict of interest here? And this is not just happening in British Columbia. It is happening at least in Ontario, and it's got to be happening in other jurisdictions too. Here's the Ontario thing, uh, setting the standard for how you assess thrombocytic thrombocytopenia, VIT, and more, myocarditis, pericarditis, Guillain-Barre, anaphylaxis, all of them say that the Brighton definition is what's being used. This is a huge boom and I've tried before. I've made whole videos about it in the past. Here's the one you should watch if you want the full info and how it applies to Ontario, Canada. This one. And then I follow up with Pfizer's Inside Man because it gets worse. On this CEPI, teamed up with the Brighton collaboration setting all these case definitions, there is a guy called Oh, I forget his name, Pollock, Fernando Pollock. And he is directly responsible for vaccine trials for Pfizer. So guys, it just gets worse and worse and worse. And in case you doubt me and need a little proof right here, here is a, a Brighton collaboration task force for global health announcement saying they're funding partners. Brighton collaboration has been funded by a variety of scientific and public health organizations throughout its history. Currently, they are funded by the Coalition for Epidemic Preparedness Innovation, CEPI. It's all right there. And uh, So as you can hear from her report right there, there is collusion at the highest levels of government to where now the government officials for that um, particular area in Canada are not even making decisions, but they're deferring to what this Brighton uh, group had established as definitions and as she said this is the one of the main parts that I wanted you to hear through that is where she talked about that that Brighton group was established back you know in the 90s <clears throat> yet in 2019 it was dissolved and the name only and probably the historical credit was transferred um, over to 
the World Health Organization, the World Bank, and through, with the Rockefellers' help. So this is what they do constantly. These are criminals at the highest levels, brothers and sisters. This is what they make movies about. These, I heard recently a uh, an individual talking about it. Was it was actually, you know, we've we've played some of Aaron Russo uh, over over time in our podcast because he had some relationships that were unbelievable. And Aaron Russo was the the movie producer that did Trading Spaces and, uh, I mean, Trading Places and a couple of other ones. But my point is that he became friends with the Rothschilds. And they ended up, you know, divulging information to him that ultimately made him in that relationship because he just couldn't take it. But he talked about a lot of things. and And one of them that is relevant to this is how the, the, uh, most of these programs and operations actually come from a need that a wealthy person has. And what Aaron said at one point was, you know, that there's more money. Um, uh, Bill Gates actually said this at a Ted talk as well, but they said that there was more money put into, you know, like, uh, erectile dysfunction pills, then there was to look at, you know, the world uh, uh, food shortage. And it was because the erectile dysfunction affected wealthy men. And if you think about that in the, the, the gruesomeness that it truly is, it is what is happening now, brothers and sisters. We do not have to continue to go along with this. This has been the history of this country. This has been the history of this world, is that when free people try to free themselves from the control, the controllers try to get regain control of them over a period of time. It's been 250 years that our country has been in existence, yet... These criminals, this criminal cabal has always been running and attempting to take us back over. Now, over the last couple of years, it's been more and more evident that they are trying to form this new world order, this one world government that is controlled out of the United Nations it was written about several years ago from the Rockefeller Group. The Rockefeller Foundation had a report that they put out about how to bring down the world through a pandemic. And then they've studied it over and over and over. They've had germ games being led by Bill Gates. Bill Gates and these other billionaires are just offshoots and spawns new creations of the old money hierarchy. That's the reason that they're allowed to facilitate. Technology was part of the program. They changed our language from a spoken language and a written, personally handwritten language to a technology language. They They are psychopaths, sociopaths, syphilis of the brains, and they are all sycophants that just want to do what they want. And they don't care about anybody. They have these ideas and they start wanting to do them and they will do it. And they don't care who it hurts because they try to justify and rationalize it by a term that is sophisticated. 
And whenever they term it in that sophisticated language, it mesmerizes ignorant people. That's the reason they have dumbed people down. That's the reason in that technology they have spell correct because they do not want you to understand how to spell something. They will autocorrect it for you. They don't want you to spell. They don't want you to communicate. And over the last three years, they've kept us from communicating directly face-to-face by these damn masks. This is the new modern slavery that they have perpetrated against us. Now you've heard an exact example of how they do cover-ups and how they are colluding together in a mass way with big banking. Ultimately, Bill Gates is a big bank. Get the technology out of your mind. Get Bezos's Amazon out of your mind. He is a bank. Get All of the big companies, the Northrop Drummonds, all of them out of your mind. These are all financial investments. People would not continue them if they were not economically successful. And the point is the shareholders of those companies are the ultimate criminals because they are yielding their financial gains against us to continue to get more gains. They've been doing this since the start of history. We've shown you the 2010, September 10th. I mean, 2001, September 10th, uh, audio and the video file on our on our video channel. But the audio file we've played multiple times. You can click in the description of this podcast and listen to it anytime. But you'll hear Donald Rumsfeld talk about the $2.3 trillion that is stolen every year. And what they're doing with that is facilitating their criminal enterprise. This is a global, multi-leveled, criminal enterprise led by psychopath, sociopath, evil, dark, syphilis of the brain type individuals. But they'll smile in your face while they're stealing everything from you from behind. Go back in more of our episodes and listen to this as we have been dropping the truth over and over, but now we're starting to turn it up because we have got to get you to start moving into bringing justice to these criminals for their actions. This is Neo 420 Talks, the podcast speaking truth against the lies.